A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Loose Dads from Dad's Nays. Some dads getting together and just having a little chat and sorting out some dad stuff on the way. We're doing parenting, would you rather? We're looking inside the news to see how it affects parents. And we're going to be answering some big questions of the week from Dad's Net members as well. But first of all, before we get into any of those shenanigans, let me introduce the panel now. Uh, the day that we are recording this today, we are live streaming this on Tuesday, the 18th of October at 8.30. We do it every Tuesday night, 8.30. Join in. If you only ever listen to the audio, come for the live stream one day. You'll enjoy it, maybe. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this day is 100 years to the day since the BBC started. So I thought I'd introduce the panel in terms of the BBC programmes they would be. Jack... Um, if I was being cruel because of the way you talk about your lads at nursery, I would say you're the young offenders. Okay, okay. <laughs> if I was it's being not not just that nursery, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I was being kind, I'd say gentleman Jack. Thank you. Ah. Thank you. Because you're a famous Yorkshire lesbian, so there you go. If there's one thing everyone knows about me. <laughs> yeah, famous for it, really. Um, Brad, he's the controversial one. Brad is very much points of view. He's angry of Tunbridge Wells. He's getting involved. He's making these point across. Why, oh, why, oh, why? That's Brad. <laughs> no, no idea what the reference is, but it sounds good. It's basically, <laughs> it was a TV show that was like Twitter before Twitter existed oh, for people to complain nice. about TV. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I get I am a dick. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Oh, good. Two years in, he's finally realized. <laughs> um, Sparky is not here. He's on the lead up to his, um, his wedding. He's had his official wedding. Now he's got his abroad wedding coming up and he's already there a week before. He said 18 guests were already there. I know. I, a week before the wedding. I mean, I'd be bored of them. By yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just me. Anyway, he's escaped to the continent. There you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I would be one foot in the grave. Hey, no, I do get that one. <laughs> but together, right? Together, you know what we are, the BBC show, right? Do you know what we are together? Top Loose of the women? pops. No, top of the pops. <laughs> top of the pops. So, yes. pops. Yeah, yeah. It's another- Love it. It's not 100 Love years it. of ITV, Brad. Yeah, exactly. I oh, mean, sorry, dude. I don't know the difference. I told you, I'm a dick. I'm I'm ignorant as well. So, like, the, sorry, Jim. Jim. Yeah. That, by the way, that that is a classic joke, and I totally apologize for ruining it for you. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's usually me that ruins my own jokes, so it's fine. Someone else is doing it. <laughs> You're Gary Delaney, isn't it? Yeah. yeah well, that's right. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just going to go with this now because yeah. I, I've denied it for so long. Yeah, Gary Delaney. He's a joke thief. He steals all my books. <laughs> <laughs> He's been stealing it since you guys were in uh, nursery school together. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's look inside the news. It's 
In the news uh, this week, the Welsh government is looking to consult on scrapping school logos on school uniform, meaning that, you know, if you have a blazer, you don't have to get the official one through the school with the school emblem on it, which is, you know, comes with a £20 surcharge or whatever. So expensive. Um, you could just go out and get any old blazer. And then one of the ideas is you just like stick on or sew on a, a, a logo of your own choosing, which seems to make sense. Now, in England, there was a rule that came in in September that said there shouldn't be any unnecessary additions to school uniforms. But that didn't stop them having school logos on the official school uniform. So I don't really know what that rule is trying to do, but it doesn't work for this purpose. So the idea is obviously it'd be cheaper for for families. Um, and to me, this sounds like a good idea, right? Are there any downsides to it? School uniform's expensive, isn't it? It's so expensive. Like Jake's just gone to school for like, it's his first year at school and and it's expensive. You know, I was speaking to one of the mums at the school gate and she was saying, oh, yeah, you know, we got little um, Barnold. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry dude, was that, did, did she initiate the conversation with you because she was wondering why this strange man with the stash was standing near the school grounds? <laughs> we haven't mentioned the moustache. If you are on the live stream right now, you will be staring at Jack, who has... Um, what well, I can only include. Well, I mean, someone has said you look like a weightlifter from a circus, <laughs> like in the olden days. Like, like, like Bronson. <laughs> is it, yeah. Bronson. You are Bronson. <laughs> so the thing is, right, I think one of those days, mental health wise, where things weren't going in quite as I was hoping they would. Um, and so I needed to make a change. So I took to uh, the clippers and shaved off my beard. And went, oh, that's cool. I'm going to leave the moustache. <laughs> like, you know, we all, do, we all do it sometimes where you just like, you shave it gradually in bits. Yeah. I quite like I, showing the kids the little stages that you go yes, through. Yeah. So I'll go out, shave a little bit, come back and go, what do you think about that? I did a goatee at one point and I also went, oh, that's brilliant. I'm like, no, it's not. No, no. I I didn't think it was appropriate to bring the kids into my meltdown. So I, what I did was yeah, I just went and shaved everything off except the moustache. And, um, and yeah, then uh, now I have a moustache. And my wife hates it. <laughs> and she hasn't even seen it in person yet. I just briefly on a video call earlier showed her and she went, what is that? What is that? <laughs> so you were having this conversation at the school gate. <laughs> yeah, at the school gate. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Barnold. Uh, little Barnold, yeah, of course. I love Barnold. that that's your first name that you thought of. The first made up name you went for. Great. <laughs> Uh, little Barnold, um, yeah, I've bought him th three school jumpers, five school polos, a school coat, um, a school bag, a school rucksack, a school, like just everything was branded from the school. And she said, yeah, yeah, you know, it's quite expensive though, isn't it? You know, I spent like, I can't remember what she said, 150, 200 quid. And I'm like, bloody hell. I hadn't bought anything at this point. I was yeah. like, well, I won't be doing that. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I will buy one branded t-shirt for school photo days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of it can just come from Matalan. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't really understand 
Well, I do understand they want to make a load of money and they've got these deals with companies that want to make some money as well. Yeah. But for parents, also, I think at primary school, you don't need to go the whole hog, do you? No. Yeah. We've got some branded jumpers because they're the ones that my son wears and some branded cardigans and that's it. And there's, you know, because they got, and you could get the baseball cap and you could get, it's like going to Disneyland, going through yeah. the, the gift shop. You could get the happy clappy hands over your head <laughs> with the school logo on it. So I, I reckon scrapping the logos, right? Besides it, making the the goods cheaper and more accessible um, is the fact that um, no parents now have to worry about putting pictures of their kids up with school emblem on there, you know, showing mm -hmm. what school they go to. Cause every, every parent, you know, like you'd go and you blur out their little logo, you know, just in case, you know, you don't want people to know what school they go to, even though you probably publicize what school they go to many a times. Um, and um it's. Well, I had a second idea. Now that's completely gone, guys. It's good. I mean, that is oh, good. Except I, the emo the emoji sticker industry would go under, wouldn't it? Because that's <laughs> what people put over the badge on the on Facebook to uh, to to. Ah, uh, you see, there I go. I waste my time. Yeah. I go and I bloody Photoshop it properly. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a stupid idiot, man. <laughs> Pixelates it. That's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I think I just I don't think necessarily there's there's any downside. The only downside is. The reason that a lot of schools say they have school uniform, strict school uniform, that everyone wears the same thing is because otherwise then you get inequality. So you get people wearing like kind of cool, expensive stuff and people who can't afford that cool, expensive stuff. And it really matters when you're like a teenager or something. But yeah. why don't they just then go, right, everyone's wearing the same thing. It's the cheapest possible thing. You're going to get <laughs> your like blazers from Bob's Blazers around the corner. Can I just take issue with something, Jim? You keep yeah. talking about kids, and I are we talking primary school kids here wearing blazers? Well, no, no, it's only like primary or secondary. That's the thing. I think it's like any school. I th right. I didn't think I didn't think up north was posh, but you're talking about blazers like they're an everyday occurrence. I well, never wore a blazer at school. No, Dude, we in, didn't, but I think a lot of schools do now. I think yeah, up north in, is in, a lot posher than you think, right? Yeah, I mean, I can, I, I'm from a third world country, maybe even a fourth world country, and uh, <laughs> one my one of my so primary schools, yeah, one of my primary schools was that you needed to uh, wear a blazer for a primary school. Did you have to wear it on matriculation day? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> my my wife's primary school was so posh that ballet, tennis, and horse riding were all on the curriculum. Wow. I was like, like in primary school, I'm going, nah, this is, <laughs> this is some bullshit. Also, and then she said, oh, and then on the last day of school, we all fed our straw hats to the school donkey. <laughs> I don't know if you've met my wife. She has the thickest Essex accent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in in our village. There's um, there are three primary schools, and two of them are state primary schools, and they're both really good and amazing. And then there is on the edge of the village, there is a uh, a private primary school, the one that Ricky Wilson of the Kaiser Chiefs went to. If you wanted to know, there you go. Little fact about where I live, um, and we. 
we go there. Elsa has gymnastics lessons. And so we go there for the gymnastics lessons. And you have to go in to the um uh to the the sort of walk through to the gym hall past where all of the kids from that private school have hung up their things with all their names on it and it is it's like teddy fotherington Smythe is all the name <laughs> labels it's so and also i noticed i was doing a little count the other day uh, of all the bags carrying these kids um pe kits i think 80 percent were marks and spencers 15% were Waitrose and I even saw an Aldi one and you know that's that kid is not well. he's not ready to be there he needs to leave he's come to one of the state schools I think oh my gosh um, so, so I've, I've the other thing is I've got a, a problem with the um, the branded uniforms now I said we've got one I think we've actually got two branded t-shirts for Jake he went into school and did some painting with the branded shirt on. Ooh. Came home with it covered in paint that won't wash out. Now, oh no! Surely the school owes me a new top. Mm, I think they would probably say we were doing some free childcare for you for six <laughs> hours. You go whistle for it, mate. Yeah. Well, well, you can whistle for your money for that logo top then. I'm going to Matalan and buying a pack of five for half the price. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, we got um, in the comments, we got Paul, who's obviously said in, in Canada, they don't have school uniform. Um, he said I, they all look homeless with their expensive ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God, that's such a dad thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. You can tell we are talking to dads. <laughs> and and um, uh, Connor basically then also said that uh, no uniforms can lead to bad bullying for families, uh, for the families that are not best mm. off. But I think, like we've discussed, if the uniforms, if there is a uniform, but it's not a branded uniform, like just like some gray trousers and it's just a, like a white T-shirt or something like that, you know, or like surely that is something that's accessible to the masses. It's surely just got to be, that's got to be the best option, hasn't it? Somewhere in the middle, you know, it's, yeah, okay, I get why schools want everyone to have that kind of branded thing, the allegiance to the school. But yeah, yeah. like a like a t-shirt or a jumper or something, or a blazer, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. if you're not posh like us up here in Yorkshire, then, uh, you know, maybe whatever you wear, I don't know, like a denim jacket, I'm not sure. Um, then yeah, you just get like a little badge that people can sew on, and then... But allegiance to the school, like that's bullshit. My kids don't have allegiance to the school no but i think that's the impression they want to they're not going to get like a tattoo of the school emblem (laughs) in their latter years because they are so strongly affiliated with this school i mean how do you know that you don't know that yeah i don't know yeah yeah i I hope we're still doing this in 10 years i bet you your mom didn't know at this current age that you're at that you'd be sat there with that on your face but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> if anyone's just coming late to the live stream, talking about the moustache. Um, Jack, do you have a new story? Looking like the Pringle man. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, Jack. <laughs> so I wasn't really going to talk about politics, but Liz Truss, right, uh, um, has obviously had a bit of a, a nightmare of a start to her Premiership? Is that what we call it? Well, I mean, we don't need to think about it. I don't think it's going to last long enough for it to be an issue. (laughs) Anyway, she's had a nightmare, right? And I think she's doing a shite job. 
But then I saw some of her old Instagram posts and suddenly I've warmed up to Liz Truss oh, because yeah. it turns out oh, okay. she is a pro at dad jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People are digging out all her old Instagram posts from years back and each one of them has just has a caption that I love. So there's a, a, a photo of her stood on some steps in a brewery drinking a pint. And she says, see, I can organize a piss up in a brewery. Oh, uh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, that joke, okay. that joke, very good. Um, her milking a cow. And the caption is, who says I'm milking it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's me, okay, like, yeah. these are all good. It's, you know, uh, we'd all do them. We'd all do these jokes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, her stood with um, Toff from Made in Chelsea. You know Toff? I'm aware of her work, yeah. Yes. She stood with Toff. And the caption is, it's tough at the top. <laughs> okay. Her on a sand dune, turn on, dune in and chill out. Oh my God. I think I like think- trust. Are these her jokes, do you think? Or did you think there's like, she's got someone on social media in her team that was a dad. And she was like, she didn't even know he was posting these things. And she's looking at them going, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Has she deleted that uh, tweet about Jimmy Savile yet? Uh, oh, I haven't seen that one. What was that tweet? She tweeted on the day Jimmy Savile died. She tweeted, "R.I.P. Jimmy Savile. Always used to see him hanging out on the street in Round Hay in Leeds, and uh, such a charming gentleman, or something like that." And that was not deleted until very, very recently. It might still be live oh, as wow. well. Um, you think you'd think that someone would go back and just go, "We'll just get rid of this one." We'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I think, you know, you're talking about having that change of heart about Liz Truss. I might have had a change of heart about David Cameron um, because, you know, David Cameron famously when uh, he was up for election and Ed Miliband was the leader of the Labour Party and he put he, he tweeted, you have two choices. You choose stability with me or chaos with Ed Miliband. And obviously the last sort of number of years have just been utter, utter chaos, even though people voted for stability with him. But Ed Miliband shared that tweet again this uh, this week, which shows that David Cameron hasn't gone back and deleted that one, which you'd, no. you'd imagine that he really, you know, and I don't think, you know, fair play to him for not going and deleting that from history and going, yeah, okay, I said something that's now proved to be utterly, utterly ridiculous. Fair play. But, uh, but like, how sad must, must Ed Miliband be if he's sitting on his loo and just be like, I'm going to find something here. I'm going to find something <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, There's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. something here. <laughs> yeah, his, his old political rival from many years yeah. back. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. retweet something. That I'm going to show really you silly up. Now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sort of pettiness I can definitely get on board with as well. Fair play to both of them. Although apparently, I did hear at one point, apparently, the one thing they have in common is that they both have that tweet framed in their house somewhere. Really? <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Ed Miliband said it on some TV show. Um, Brad, what's your news story this week? Um, all right. So New Zealand is to tax cows' farts. <laughs> I mean, it's about time, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is. So basically, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has announced plans to make farmers pay for their livestock's emissions due to the huge contribution they make to climate change. Um. 
is it not the fact that we're abusing cows and breeding them so quickly and force feeding them and tearing down rainforests throughout the world to uh, breed these cows that we're slaughtering and milking and abusing? And I, yeah, I think there's. I, I think, I think there's, there's a, a slightly bigger. There's a slight bigger thing other than them farting. And yeah, how are they going to yeah. tax it? Are they going to be like, hey man, have you got like one to five cows you're going to pay this per cow per day uh, like how are you no, going to take some they're going to have to fill in a, a tax return how many times did you fart between <laughs> april 2022 and april 2023 yeah mm. okay so that's 25 <laughs> times all right <laughs> a day more like a more like a, a flatch return Oh, yeah. Let's see what you've done. Yeah. Very good. I like it. I like it. Um, See, this, I did it, want to... it, is, it is one of those things that people say, isn't it? That people go, man, there's no point cutting carbon emissions because we've just got loads of cows doing farts and stuff. But it's like, yeah, but there's loads of natural things that are causing slight damage to yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the atmosphere. There are. That's just how it happens. That's just life. Um, but there's some things that we can really control. We can't control that with cows unless we invest in corks and stick them up the backside. But we're not going to do that. I mean, that's labor intensive, you know. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we we stick on the like the big power plants and the you know not driving as much and and those sort of things. We'll do our bit over there. The cows will just have to accept that's probably going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell them. You tell those cows, Jim. <laughs> Although. I mean, we're looking at massive, massive public spending cuts here. So actually, if we could tax some cows, that would be great. Yeah, no, I tell you who 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 needs um, to earn less money, and that's farmers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Notoriously, all doing really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. dairy and cattle farmers. Yeah, uh, of, yeah. because the, the supermarkets really treat them so well. And mm -hmm, fair yeah. play to them. Fair play yeah. for a fair pint of milk. Um, <laughs> I did want to just quickly chime in here, though, that I had a second quick topic that I just wanted to uh, drop here because I thought this was quite sad. I mean, it's probably one of the saddest things oh. I've ever read. Um, that men can develop an allergy to their own orgasms. <laughs> that is sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so scientists said that men can suffer from fever a cough, sneezing, and muscle weakness, or even issues with their speech. speech the speech. <laughs> see? Oh! Um, <laughs> well, someone, someone is allergic to... What are you doing? Why were you late onto this call? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why am I shaking? Uh, concentration and memory. We're still doing uh, it. Yeah, and I am, yeah. Slightly <laughs> under the table. Uh, the symptoms can last a few days or even as long as a week. Wow. No, I wow. think I think that is some serious sad news for me. Like if people are like if there are men that are, mate, I I I'd never heard of this, but um, but actually, Danny has told me she has an allergic reaction to my orgasms. So. <laughs> <laughs> not not long after we got married, she developed that. <laughs> this is Lou's dad's from Dad's Net. Uh, on the way, we're going to be uh, answering some big questions of the week from Dad's Net members. Dad.
Dadsnet has teamed up with Farshaw and we're running this study on the positive impact of dads regularly reading with their children and they are giving us loads of books and getting us to sit down with our kids every night and finding out what happens and it's going to be amazing. We're already a few weeks in and I'm really enjoying it. I don't know about you two. We're getting on with it. Uh, we're really getting into some of these books. We've got a couple of Beano books on the go at the moment, which uh, takes me back to my childhood, but my son's really getting into Dennis the Menace and Nasher, which I'm really enjoying. Nice. How's it going for you? Yeah. So, well, well, yeah. You go, Jack. So... I genuinely think that I'm starting to see a bit of a behavior difference in Jake through reading with him more. So we started doing chapter books and obviously like it's, it's a more long form reading and we're both getting into the story. But when we started this a few weeks back, he was, he's been quite violent and really fighty with me. And now he's like over the last few weeks, he started, becoming somewhat of an angel child <laughs> like <laughs> like you know tidying up or making his bed or stuff like that without being asked like just getting dressed for school brushing his teeth all that without a fight whereas before every single thing was a fight and like i i, I do half wonder if it's because of the extra time i'm spending one-on-one -on -one with him mm. reading reading these books now because that's the good thing about it, isn't it? That when you're reading, yeah, it, it's great to read stories and fire imaginations and, and look at difficult words and, you know, develop vocabulary. But it's also, it's just kind of good time to spend together and yeah. sort of one-on-one -on -one time or one-on-two -on -two time or whatever to just have that shared experience as well, which is really nice. And that's kind of one of my favorite bits about it as well. It's really good just before bedtime to just sit down, read a bit, and uh, and kind of relax them and uh, and yeah just enjoy that time together brad how's it going for you i mean i i i absolutely love it i mean it is such i so, i find i get excited for it too um <laughs> and, and we're doing that uh, jack we've been doing that now for a while with the long form reading so chapter chapter except yeah. the book we've got now like the chapters are fairly quick so i do maybe two or three chapters in, yeah. in a night um but like the things I ask the boys is as is like so 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 what do you enjoy about reading and they're like oh, or you know like and they, and they both were like oh we love the suspense and the drama you know like when a chapter leaves you on a cliffhanger yeah uh, mm -hmm. and, and you know so then they get to try and think or try and work out what they think is going to happen next I mean this is how much they love I'm just going to quickly show this to you this is in the middle of Lisbon Airport terminal right I don't know if you guys can see it. Ah, oh, nice one! Right there, he is <laughs> reading, reading away. Book. Yeah, reading reading away in the middle of the um the airport, which you know I've I've always been quite lucky with the boys and they love then their love for reading. Um, but I love it because I get to put on all of these voices. Uh, yes, <laughs> and, and Cole always like once in a while will come out and he'll be like, you know, I love it when you do that because it just adds so much more excitement. I'm like, oh, cool, man. The book I was reading tonight, like we started this new chapter book and I'd, I'd go in and I'm launching in, I'm doing all the voices. All right, so there's this parrot that talks. So I go and go, hello, yeah. and then, <laughs> but I hadn't read the bit ahead. So it goes, <laughs> so it goes oh, good morning. 
the parrot said in the most I do that all the time too where I'm like in one character and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa and then you're reading you're like oh actually hold on that was another uh, character that was his yeah oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> authors should have to always put who's reading who's talking at the start of the sentence because otherwise yeah. just surprises yeah. <laughs> and then don't surprise characters in as well in the middle of a, a chapter that i've not had time to think about <laughs> yes <laughs> but they always and then, and then you start a voice and you're committed now yeah <laughs> you're going this guy's it. south african but he's clearly not south african <laughs> i've started yeah. voice <laughs> yeah. or or the worst thing is sometimes you don't quite read ahead or or read the 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 quick synopsis of the of the story so you, like your dialect is completely wrong so like i'll go in with like yeah, man. And then I said, I'm going to do that. And it's like, oh, actually, hold on. They're, um, they're from England. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, sons. And they make, they make reference to Scunthorpe. You're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, these people in Wales. Uh, oh, oh, man, I've really screwed this one up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have the problem with um when it's like a one of those sort of picture books and you start reading it and either you don't realize it's rhyming and suddenly you've you've got <laughs> not got the kind of rhythm right for the rhyme even though it yes. is or you do the opposite you think it's going to be rhyming you go and he went to the shops and then he said hello oh no that's not a rhyme that's just <laughs> <laughs> sorry he went to the shops and then he said hello that's what I meant to say. how are you finding it jim yeah loving it absolutely loving it we're really getting into it um we're really enjoying it and um we just yeah we are enjoying that time and there's sort of kids are sort of enjoying each other's books as well because there's quite a difference mm-hmm. there's a five-year-old and a nearly nine-year-old um but yeah they're enjoying that and we're about to start one called the whitby witches as well because it's the it's nice. a yorkshire one so i chose the yorkshire one um well nice. i say i chose it elsa chose it but i did point to it and go that'd be good wouldn't it it's a yorkshire <laughs> one <laughs> we went to whitby a few months ago do you want to read that yeah, yeah, I guess I do, Daddy. Okay, fine. Um, so we'll have the results from the study. We'll share them afterwards. In the meantime, uh, check out the Dadsnet website. Check out the um, the description of this podcast, and there'll be more details on that. There's a wide selection of books from Farshaw together with Dadsnet. Right, should we do the big question of the week? The big Question of the week. The big question of the week. So this Facebook user who's just commented here, is that Sparky? Listening from no, Northern Spain. No, 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 someone else no, listening from Joe, is it? Yes, yeah, Joe Hale. Oh, hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Um, listening from Northern Spain when bandwidth allows. Loving you all. That's dedication, right? Someone's oh, actually listening from abroad. Well, not abroad no for idea. them, where they are. You have no idea how much love is being sent back to you, Joe. Yeah. So, that means Sparky isn't listening then, wherever he is. No, he can't be asked, dude. Come from on. his hot tub. Yeah, from his hot tub. Yeah. His wife to be. Shocking behaviour. Uh, this is the big question of the week. It's where we take some questions from the Dad's Next uh, groups and we try and answer them, basically. This one is a fascinating one. Uh, I nearly, nearly read the name. We don't read the names because, you know, they're anonymous. That's the whole point of the group is that no one knows who you are. But I nearly did. So sorry, Barnold. Um, 
about birthday parties. This year, my five-year-old daughter has been invited to 17 birthday parties. My three-year-old son's getting invited to parties as well now, four since September. Each time we feel obliged to send a birthday present, but have calculated that we've now spent approximately £175 on presents for other people's children. When you look at it like that, I mean, not a lot of people do, but yeah, go for it. Uh, it seems excessive. I've said that to the wife that we shouldn't bother sending presents. It's not our responsibility to get presents <laughs> for other people's kids. She disagrees. What's the correct protocol? What are we thinking? <laughs> what are we going? Brad, what are you thinking? Are you getting presents for all of these kids that your uh, kids go to the parties of? <laughs> Oh, okay, so if you're invited to the party, you get a present for the birthday kid, right? Yes. If you're getting invited to too many parties, just say no. But then don't you have to disappoint your kid going, you can't go to Barry's party because I just can't be bothered to spend the money. <laughs> you can't go to Barry's party because I said no. Okay, <laughs> and then they'll say, and then they'll say, "Why?" And you'll say, "Because I said so." Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the so that's the resolution. Classic there. parenting. Classic. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, spending that much, but also then again, you don't. You don't necessarily. It's a tricky one because you sometimes feel like when you go to these birthday parties, you're all trying to um like buy a really expensive birthday gift or something that's really fascinating something that's unique and i think sometimes you just got to go back to like the really cheap basics um or just give them a card like what i what i do is you know sometimes i'd give them a card with like a tenor in and then just right. say you know but, but like how many kids are in your kids class yeah, thankfully. Like if, if you're getting Thanks, invited to all of those thank, parties. Thankfully, dude. I can count on my hand the amount of birthday parties that go on these days. I was going to say, when you get to the, the age of Brad's kids, they yeah. tend to not go to everybody's party okay. all the time. Okay. It tends to be like it's sort true. of... It tends to be the early years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of... I think it's almost like all the parents feel obligated to just yeah. invite for all of that so everyone can get to know each other and... Um, yeah. Yeah, so nowadays, dude, like there's very, very little or very few. Um, okay. Okay. Or what we would do is also, um, is we wouldn't necessarily go to everyone's birthday parties. We'd, we'd go to the ones that were their close friends. Right. Yeah. We would we'd prioritize those ones. So if there was someone that was kind of more of an acquaintance, we'd be like, okay, listen. We, you know, I'd just say we'll go do something that weekend, or we'll go do something that day. Um, you know, we'll go out to the park or whatever. Okay. So you're uh, saying you're saying you are obligated to get them a present. So, like, if you're gonna go, yeah, it's it's tr it's a tricky one, isn't it? Is, is it like well, a wedding where you have to you sort of have to pay back your ticket price almost? <laughs> you see, that's what I was thinking when I read that. When he said, "Well, yeah. if you look at it like that, we've spent 175 quid on other people's kids," but it's not quite, is it? Because what you've done is you've spent 175 pounds on your kid having fun. So if they were going to go to a soft play and have a meal and have some cake or whatever or and maybe some extra entertainment then you know a fiver a tenner that's a fair price for it really so yeah. 
okay, you've not actually paid that directly to the soft play center or to the entertainer, but you've paid it in terms of buying a present for the kid. So actually, if you look at it in that way, you've just entertained your kid for 175 quid. Okay, <laughs> but then you as the parent of the kid having a birthday party, yeah, why don't you just figure out the value of that and get your kid something good for that price rather than the 28 pieces of shite that you're going to get. <laughs> so what you're saying, I'm going to get my kid Harry Potter Lego. Can you all put a tenner in? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, I hadn't thought about it like that. He but... wants to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, screw the party, just get him something they want. But your kids want to have a party. They're not, they're not having the party well, to have the presents, are they? They're having the party to have the party. Well, then the so don't do the presents. Extra thing. But that's what you do on parties, so, isn't it? You so I've got a problem. Is like my kids are three and four, so they're a year apart school wise. Mm. Mm-hmm. They know all the same people, mm. right? They've got loads of the same friends. So every birthday party, they're both invited. Mm-hmm. Danny always says we have to take two presents. No. No. no, he's wrong. No, no, she's wrong. Thank you. This no. is my argument. Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not a present per kid. It's a present per invite. So if both your I boys think. have been invited, then they there's only one gift from both. Okay, of them. Danny, when you're listening to this, it's a, it's the same as like I'm if. Right. if Listen, yeah, yeah. On this occasion, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely say Jack. I think is right <laughs> in this one. Like, um, for instance, if it was Jake's birthday and yeah. you and Danny got him a gift. Would it would it have to be two gifts because you got two parents and you guys have got a you know or would it just be you guys get him a nice joint gift that you think you'll love? Well, yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. We actually yeah. sometimes get him um, more than two gifts, but someone's doing all right on the right? dad's netbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I'm, to be honest, I would rather for no one brought presents to my kids party because it is anxiety inducing how much rubbish you get around birthdays and christmas it's 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 all shit like like thank you everyone who gets my kids presents i really appreciate the thought of it but like jake got a lot of crap that yeah is useless it's probably gone now yeah (laughs) I remember my thing, dude. I just turf it in the bin. <laughs> well, that that exactly. He got a he got an Elsa like um, you know one of those do the makeup and comb the hair heads. Yeah, because he was into Frozen at the time. He got one of those. It lasted like a couple of weeks because he tangled all the hair up and just never played with it. And it was like, all right. Then he just let it go. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Can, can I ask you guys your opinion on one thing about kids' birthday parties? Mm-hmm. Is, that's what we're here for what about those um oh what's the official what's the actual terminology for it those um party bags they get get dished out at the end where like i've been to a few where like the, the parents have like put like proper shit in these bags it's not just like a quick you know <laughs> chocolate coin and a whatever it's you're talking about like little lego pieces and things like that yeah. and once once again yeah i was like give them some sweets give them a bit of cake yeah. that's it we'll be happy we're not going to yeah. go away and be really excited about playing with a glider like thing yeah something. yeah it's there's a lot of plastic shit that goes in there that the world does not need need yeah and and the kids go away break go straight in the bin yeah. like 
it just doesn't need to happen. What we did for Jake's fourth birthday party, and this sounds quite smart, uh, but it also sounds very on brand given our current uh, sponsorship. Uh, we got all the children books. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. We we went to the works and it's like you get like 20 books for a tenner or something like that. And so we just got a ton of books and tied some sweets to them all. And there we go. You choose your, you choose which one. But once again, that's a good idea, I think, for presents at parties. Like what we do is we just get uh, like a job lot of those, for, especially for Seth's friends, just like job lot of those little Lego kits, so like a fiver each, get yeah. a load of them, like shove them out. And, you know, you've not spent too much money. It's something they'll enjoy, something they can kind of keep as well or chuck into their other bits of Lego. No, yeah. one, no one hates Lego, right? Everyone loves it. So yeah. yeah. So, but I think, yeah, so things like books and those things are a great sort of presents to take. So you can just yeah. say, I've brought a present. It's kind of a useful present and it didn't cost me a fortune. Now, where's my free burger and chips and run around the software? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another question that we've had in. Uh, it says, we keep thinking about getting a dog. We can afford it. We've got the space available. I work from home and have the flexibility in my day to ensure it's exercised. It can be lonely working from home. And for what people have said, a dog is a trusting and loyal companion. What are the pros and cons of dog ownership? Now, someone on this panel is a recent dog owner, right? Brad, what are the pros and cons of having a dog? Uh, pros, you definitely get that companionship. You don't feel lonely. It's like having your own little built-in therapist because no matter how bad your day's been, he's always happy to see me and he'll listen to me talk without anyone judge or even if he is judging, I can't understand his judgment. <laughs> and the other flip side of it is it's a lot of work. It's like just having another kid, if not even harder yeah. sometimes because when you got to go away, you got to make sure you got to, pet sitter or a house sitter um or like in my case him being a labrador means he chews everything which you know i'm often every three months probably rushing him to the pet a and e to have his stomach pumped because he's consumed something he shouldn't mm. do um yeah i love i to be honest i love him i think the kids the kids absolutely adore the living shit out of him they have such a good relationship with him he is such a sweet dog a lot of energy, a lot of good energy. Um, would I trade it in? No. Is it a lot of work? Yeah. It's a lot do of the work. kids do the picking up the poo, taking the yes. walk? Yes. Yes. Oh, so the walking thing, we we tend to, with, with our back and front garden, we tend to be able to get them to run around a lot within our, <laughs> our property so we don't necessarily have to take them out for walks for him to burn energy. In the grounds, um, the grounds of the uh, the west, <laughs> the grounds of the estate, yeah. Um, but yeah, Logan, Logan, like Logan, will sometimes feed him in the in the morning if he has time before he runs off to school. Um, he, the, the boys, both of them, will do picking up the the poop, which is great. Um, yeah, can, can yeah. I ask a question? Of course you can. You've just asked one. Would you like to ask another one? All right, Liz Truss. We might be looking for a new prime minister soon, Brad. So, uh... <laughs> there we go. Okay, here's my question. Yeah. Who in your house is responsible for the dog's anal gland? <laughs> Thankfully, no one, because his poops are solid enough to sort that out. It's disgusting. 
<laughs> it's disgusting. I've always wanted a dog since I was a kid. Always. And recently I've we've even discussed it with Al on this podcast. Recently I've found out about dog's anal glands and about how they need um milking. Is milking the right the right phrase? I mean, yeah, I had a dog and... for like 12 years and I never milked him once. Uh, <laughs> right. So why is Al, founder of Dad's Net, always fiddling with his dog's anal glands? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has a kink for it, dude. <laughs> Everyone needs a hobby, right? Lockdown no, no. was a long Joe time. Has said, Joe has said anal glands are her job. No, I assume she's talking about the dogs. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. not her husband. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, at no point did it ever come into uh, any kind of consciousness of mine. Um, I always oh, a terrier, it's thing, a terrier really. thing. There we go. Well, don't get a terrier is what we'd say to this dad. A Labrador was a great dog for 12 years. He was lovely with the kids as well. Um, that's, you know, I would say, if you're looking for a type of dog, then your yeah, Labradors are, are so good. Uh, uh, yours is a Labrador, isn't it, Brad? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Just I, perfect. Because he, he was quite, I mean, he would have been about four or five when Elsa was born. And then, you know, six or seven when Seth was born. And uh, he was just really good with them, really gentle with them, took all the ear pulling and the kind of jumping yeah. on him and the cuddling and stuff. And uh, yeah, so I I really enjoyed that. But I did all the difficult puppy work before I had kids. So uh, like, if you're looking yeah, to do it yeah. the other way around, I imagine it is just a right hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, this other one, it says, um, I'm looking at getting the boy a couple of board games for Christmas. He likes fairly basic ones where you roll a die, move so many spaces, collect points, widgets, positions, and there's the occasional pick a card from the deck, do a forfeit type of deal. Any recommendations along that theme? He's just turned eight. Uh, maybe include something a bit more complex than that. Doesn't Any include cards. That? Doesn't include cards or anything, but Frustration is a great game. No way! Me and Jake have just started playing that. Dude, love it. Such, such it, it's such a good, simple game. Honestly. Like, I, like, I just got it out the other night and I was like, well, let's try it. Let's see. See if he gets the hang of it. He is yeah. obsessed with it now. Every night he's yeah. like, can we play Frustration? Can we play fr- yeah. Frustration? So, and for, and, for and when the- someone's losing, he goes, I know, it is frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, explain Frustration, because I'm not sure I know Frustration. Um, so it's got dice in the middle and depending on the version you've got, you either pop the dome down in the middle or you whack a paddle uh, and it rolls the dice for you. And then you have little men that you have to move around the outside of the board. And when you get back to your bit, they get, they become safe. Yeah. You can, you can land on other people's and if you land on them, they have to go back to their yeah, there is a little bit of strategy to it as well because you can sometimes decide whether or not you want to take another player's team a member yeah. off of the board or if you want to move one of yours to try and get them closer to home. But the frustrating bit is you have to roll a six to get your player off of your home uh, base onto yeah. the board first. So like I've been in games, dude, where like there's been like 20 turns that have gone by and I haven't yeah. gotten one guy <laughs> off of the bloody starting point. Um, but yeah, absolute cracker of a game. It's simple that it the kid, young young kids can get it and hook on it. And as you, as Jack was saying, they get sassy as well. 
Yeah. When they yeah. uh when they th- when they're like, I'm winning, you're losing. <laughs> this, um, Very good thing. this kid's just turned eight. Um my daughter's eight and she's really been enjoying hotel. I don't know if you've ever played that. It's like yeah. Monopoly, but with hotels and less of the nonsense. It's <laughs> um you just you go around and you can build up your hotel and then people have to stay there and spend a load of money and stuff. It's a little bit sort of more complex. Mm. But and it does bring out the kind of awful capitalist. Jack will not be playing that. Man. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, think I play a game it, called Everyone Runs a Farm, yeah. <laughs> and we tax them on their yeah, farm. Exactly. Cow farts, man. Capitalist uh, coming in there again. <laughs> yeah, my my son particularly, he's the most competitive out of all of us. And uh, if he's winning, he's like, yes, you have to stay for five nights and I've got all the facilities <laughs> so you have to pay £5,000 a night. And like, okay, calm down. It's all right. <laughs> Donald Trump. It's fine. <laughs> have, you, have you ever played Monopoly Deal? No. So it's, it's obviously Monopoly, um, but it's not a board game. It's just a card game. And it's it's a lot more quick fire. Um, you know, you can play around in five, ten minutes. Um, so there's a lot more instant gratification with it. And it's just not quite as complicated. And I think that'd be really good for for like an eight year old. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd, I'd be in for that. I may, may even get hold of that before Christmas. Yeah, I would do. Hon- honestly, we... We've played it so much, like me and Danny, whenever we go camping or anything, we take Monopoly Deal and we always play it. Yeah, because Monopoly, the full game, is the most boring oh. game ever and no one's ever finished a game of that. Exactly. It only ever finishes with people like turning over the table and walking out. <laughs> like, exactly, like yeah. It's, it, it's only ever like the first five minutes of Monopoly where everyone's like, yeah, all right, cool. And then you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah, someone's yeah. got a part lane in Mayfair. Why yeah, that's it. That's it. Why are, we, why, are we, why are we even bothering? Why are we continuing this? Yeah. Um, this- uh, sorry, Jim, I don't know if you saw, there was just one in the comments um, from Chris Elliott that he was wondering if this could be part of the big question of the week. And oh, it that? says, um, my son put his teacher in the hospital. Should I send her flowers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there you go. There's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Was that I want Mr. to know. I, I want to know more of that story. <laughs> Mr. Jack Allen of Norfolk, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> I was going to say no. I'm listening to the answers quite carefully though, because it sounds <laughs> yeah. like something that might happen. <laughs> I'd, I would also like to know more detail on that. Uh, but yes, I would say that's probably the least yeah. you could do. I um, think that would be the polite thing to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe even a box of chocolates or something too, unless yeah. she's allergic to chocolate and that's or dairy and that's how she got in there in the first place. Yeah, in that yeah. case, probably that's rubbing salt yeah. in the wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. On the way, we're doing parenting. Would you rather? It's coming up next. This is me, Jim. It's Jack. It's Brad. It's not Sparky. He's abroad. Although he's been messaging, has he? I, I'm kind of I lose track of the comments. But no, uh, he's not messaging. If he's abroad, is his name Sparkalina? What? Sorry. If he's abroad, is his name Sparkalina? Maybe we'll find out when. He oh, gets oh, oh, oh! Right, 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 right. Because he's abroad. He's abroad. 
Yeah, he's abroad, man. Let's get some broads up in this joint. <laughs> Jack lives near the Norfolk broads. So. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know them all by name. Very nice. Yeah. Is that why the American Air Force had so many places there in the Second World War? <laughs> so, World War Two topical joke for you there, ladies and gentlemen. If you like this sort of stuff, what you can do is you can get on our Patreon and help this show exist. Maybe up, I'll update the jokes to the kind of the korean war or something like that you know something a bit more modern um patreon.com slash loose dads if you go and have a look there you can see all the different levels the different rewards that you get you could have a little hangout with us every month you could get bonus content geek stuff uh you could get all sorts of other stuff you just have a look at uh, patreon.com slash loose dads and hello to executive producer connor hope you're doing all right good uh right should we do parenting would you rather let's play a game Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. It's parenting, would you rather? It's like the game of would you rather, but it's sort of for parents. Um, oh, very oh vaguely. Exactly. <laughs> but it's only vaguely for parents, really. <laughs> because we've been doing it quite a number of weeks now, and I'm running out of ways to link it to parents. Um, I, so I was sorry. just going to say, sorry, Connor, on the Patreon stuff just before yeah. we get into this also said if you sign up to the right tier on patreon you get a really cool t-shirt as well mm. a loose dad's t-shirt yes Which not just we'll go to super dry and get <laughs> yeah not that cool yeah that's not how it works um but that is also my point of reference for cool things is do, you, do you think we could cut down on the cost of our t-shirts if we got rid of any logos or branding Yes, we could. Yes, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah just no, make it more accessible to the to the masses. Just the the black black t-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> traditional white fruit of the loom. Get that centre. We'll we we might have more uptake if we do that. <laughs> or with you know some pens, we could write on with pens. Lose dads. One of us would write lose dads or something like that. Wouldn't um, right? Would you rather? Would you rather, Brad? Would you rather never be stuck in traffic with kids in the back of the car again, or? Never get another cold. Is this for Brad? Brad, yeah. yeah. He's, he's um, doing his thinking face, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's led to some dead air, but I quite like the drama. I would, yeah. Say- but you see, the radio, the the you know, the ex radio producer in me is like, oh, the uh, the emergency tape's going to cut in any second. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be so. thirty seconds, and Adele's going to start playing. This is this is what happens <laughs> at radio stations if there is too much silence. Which is why everyone at a radio station, when there's a two minute silence, you know, for Remembrance Sunday or something, everyone's heart stops for the two minutes because <laughs> they don't want girls allowed kicking in when we're trying to listen from the cenotaph. Um, i would say i would probably not want to get a cold ever again right and you're happy being stuck in cars with kids yeah because they kind of reached the stage now where they're not that annoying like they're still (laughs) they're still a little bit annoying but they're not that annoying not like you know yeah like full-blown tantrum in the back of the car um, and even to the, the point that Cole kind of still to this day, if we're on a, like a stuck in traffic on a road, like a, I'd even say a 30 minute drive, he'll still nod off in the back of the car. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I would definitely choose never getting a cold because I was going to say, can we say COVID counts as a cold? Because I could do without getting COVID a fourth time and a fifth and a sixth and a seventh. <laughs> so. You're like, it's you and Keir Starmer who've had it the most, isn't it? I mean, he's had it yeah, yeah. 16,000 We're competing. Times. Yeah, we're competing to see who can get it the most. So if your kids aren't tantruming and aren't at that stage, let's move this question on to Jack. Jack, <laughs> would you rather... Same question for you, since there's only two of you. <laughs> never be stuck in traffic with kids again or never have another cold? Well, my kids will get older and that will stop being a problem eventually. Potentially. But yeah. colds will never. I currently have a cold. I don't know if you can hear my slightly stuffy voice or no. my sniffs. I think every time you sniff, your tash is blocking it, the air flow. Dude, so we don't, we, don't, we don't hear it as much, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it, a real sign that I'm getting older, today in the car, I coughed and pulled a muscle. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I've done that! <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm in quite a lot of pain uh, around my right shoulder blade <laughs> because I coughed too hard. So I'd like to never have a cold again, please. <laughs> That's I'm, so good glad, I'm so glad that's happened to someone else, dude. And, and that'll just get worse as I get older. <laughs> um, right, Jim? Right. Uh, yeah, Jim? I, yeah, the cold thing, to be honest. It wasn't that difficult, was it? Uh, <laughs> as I say, we've done this quite a lot. Uh, I'm running out of good ones. As you can tell from this one, Jack, would you rather have the BFG's ears or Pinocchio's nose? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. BFG's ears as in the, the actual size that the BFG yeah. has or the size proportionally... To his head, to my head. Uh, let's say the actual size that he has, so they're even more ridiculous. You like Dumbo, basically. Uh, but they don't do anything special if you lie, do they? No, they don't. They, I, I believe they just stay the same. I don't know, because the the BFG is quite a straight-up guy, isn't he? Is he going to lie? I don't think he would. Well, yeah, we that's true. Found out. <laughs> uh, I think... I think I would go with the ears. You could just tuck them into a hat. Yeah. But would it cause havoc with headphones, do you think? Oh. Uh. Oh. Yeah, you might have to Maybe. start getting some of the you might have to end up getting like ear pods. But my ears would be too big, they wouldn't fit in. They just no, drop out. Or they'd, have, or they'd fall down into the cavity. You'd have to have two massive sort of bang and olives and uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you remember like the first that the, like when the portable laptop speakers first came out? They were like these round cylinder things that you could wedge together. So like, and you break it off, and it would be like these two halves. You could just get those and yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. them in there. I, as, as I, we call I them BFG earpods is what we call them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th <laughs> I think I'm going BFG ears just because it makes casual conversation quite hard. If you have a, a nose that grows when you lie. Yeah. Because everyone embellishes a little story, don't they? Exactly. Like, you know, like, oh yeah. Oh, I was 20 minutes late. You were only 15 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say about eight and then it grows. Yeah. Just and also the good thing about the big ears 
is that I, after many years working in radio, have quite poor hearing. And so I think with BFG ears, I'd be able to hear a bit more. Because, you know, if you're having a conversation and there's some background noise and someone's got quite a quiet voice, I can't tell what they're saying at all. And that was a real problem during COVID with people wearing masks because they can't (laughs) even live read. I I have a similar problem because of my height. Whenever I'm walking next to people and people, most people I seem to walk with, seem to kind of have their head aimed towards the ground, talking downwards. So when they're talking to me, I'm like, sorry, what? Because <laughs> literally they're talking down. I can, I, I've got he- problems with my hearing on that occasion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've not thought about the acoustics of being yeah. tall because yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. really been a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> this, I think, is one of the most important points that's been made. Uh, you wouldn't be able to lie to the kids. And that is important, well, right? Well, to, to be well, no. But I, I would definitely go for the nose because um, I'm pretty sure I can convincingly lie to the kids. I can convincingly convince this nose that Ooh. I'm telling the truth. You think you have the power to yeah. to circumvent the Pinocchio nose? Yeah, yeah, I think big, so. Big, big news. This <laughs> I, I, I think though. My wife would rather I had the nose. Well, (laughs) there are the perks. (laughs) And this seems like a good point to say thank you very much for listening to Loose Dads from Dadsnet. If you want any more advice about parenting, dadsnet.com is the place to go. If you would like to help the show in a non-monetary way, because there's Patreons there if you want it, that'd be great. But you could do things that don't cost you cash as well. Uh, You could give us a five-star review, write a lovely review for us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, You could share this with a friend. Just tell someone to listen to it, and that'd be nice as well. Um, I'm Jim. That's been Jack. Jack, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay, make sure you say it. Okay. Brad, Brad, are you going to say bye-bye as well? Okay, bye-bye. Okay, well done. You said bye-bye. Thank you. Well done, you two. And uh, we're back next week. And will we find out about how Sparky got on? Or will he still be somewhere abroad with his 18 friends who are just hanging around? (laughs) Not including us three. Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that anymore. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Loose Dads. A Dad's Net original podcast.